0: Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black on my phone ready to play right now Listen in the black I don't want to watch what's on the TV iTunes app put on the BC podcast on no talking to me Listen in the black Keep up on comics and movies new phone ring I answer hoodies. I can't talk call back if you please Listen in the black don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing. Listen in the black cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen in the black cast. On this episode is Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, it didn't feed Bay. Listen in to black cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black cast in to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen in to black cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black hats on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen in to black my point is listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny, let's go. Listen in the black cast. Oh yeah, that's the black cast. It's on the Ghostwind TV or whatever. Oh, it's not Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. That's that guy Christian, who rock! All right, several Texas are going to take care of some business, but I'm here to say, have a nice day, and listen to the damn
1: show. Well, welcome to the Blackcast. How do you know it's a Blackcast? <laughs> a little extra loud, isn't it? Uh, this is a very exciting Blackcast 370. For some of you watching on YouTube, you are being treated to sight of Jeff Duray floating in space, <laughs> Will Sterling... I think wearing the same shirt the last time we did it. Was that really? Almost positive that, uh, that. It's quarantine
2: Christian. I basically wear the same shirt all the time and sweatpants. I, I do too. Same sweatpants.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Jeff DeRay, Will Sterling, and special guest, that's right, Mr. www.sexy.com himself, Jason Blair.
3: Hey, I'm so glad to be here. Actually, the Black Cast, you're right. I wore the same outfit, I think, for about four days, but I figured I'd break the back. <laughs>
1: I hope that you oh. wear the Black Cast shirt most days. I, yeah, I, you
3: know, I wear it all the time. It comes in very handy for mowing and weed eating, oh, and washing and the car. And,
1: That's know. a collector's item. You should treat it better <laughs> than that. So, Jeff DeRay, for, again, for those on YouTube, you're uh, floating in space. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know how to do that. Is it an easy thing to do? Yeah. or?
4: Yeah, it's just under your settings and preferences. I'm
1: I'm not going to do because whatever picture because I like to show Mm -hmm. out that uh, show off the fact that I'm in the bunker. Uh, In any case, uh, you guys might not know this, but the BlackCast is always sponsored. Uh, Today's episode is uh, sponsored by beer because water is for pussies.
3: Whoa. Uh, and uh, Jason, I think
1: you actually gave me this beer like two years ago or something. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah.
3: Space Station Middle Finger.
1: I missed Space that. Space Station saw... Middle Finger. I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's, that's where perfect. I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, if things get really crazy, I'm actually going to drink an IPA, oh, the nice. uh, Hoppy kaye from, uh, yeah.
3: from Lone Rider. I miss we'll that say. stuff. I got to say, I've not found the beers that I like here in Texas yet. Every state's got their own thing now. Oh, and, you know, I, I kind of found all the good beers in Indiana. Sure. You know, then you move to a new state and everything's all new. You know, you kind of miss the days where there were like national brands. But, uh, well,
1: uh, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes you can try and find a, a, a small regional micro brew called Bud Light. Right. You might be able to find that.
3: I've actually been drinking 805. It's sort of moved. Every oh, yeah. all the Californians oh, yeah. are moving to Texas, so they're bringing well, 805 with them. We're
1: bringing our we're bringing our 805, and we're bringing our coronavirus. So uh, enjoy that. Right, Speaking yeah. of
3: California,
1: uh, Jason Blair is here because one, he is a BlackCast super fan. Two, we adore him. But three, we were going to do some in studio, possibly in Will Sterling's home, Black Casting. But um, Jason had the um, the tremendous misfortune of driving from texas to california <laughs> what day did you leave uh, uh march 12th uh, around there i think yeah was uh, it the th- it was the thursday or the friday
3: yeah it and, was that uh, thursday
1: night and jason tell Blackcast nation a- including will and <laughs> jeff one hour into your road trip which how long does that drive take by the way uh
3: from here it's probably 18 hours i would say 18 hours so when you
1: were 1 18th into your trip what did you find out
3: uh that disneyland was closing um i had checked everything before my one of my best friends is actually a pulmonologist who runs the icu at peyton manning hospital in indianapolis and i checked with him i said is going to disneyland a good idea looks like this thing might be coming uh you know, but we kind of thought, well, maybe the lines will be shorter; it'll keep people away. <laughs> That's what and I thought. He said, "You know, you're under sixty; you're healthy." He said, "You know, people will tell you you have a high probability of this not affecting you." He said, I- "I'm telling you, there's zero probability. If you're under sixty and it affects you, it's because you have some sort of underlying medical condition." So, we're like, "We'll just go, and it'll be fun." A lot of people thought we were kind of nuts, but uh, that morning, I checked the news, and I think the CEO. It was like right after the day like Bob Iger like resigned and then yeah the, CEO new, the new guy was, took
1: over the the guy who's, a, I, I forget what his name is but it's a Disney park. Bob Tiger yeah Bob Tiger
5: yeah
3: and uh yeah that's Daniel said, Tiger's cousin right and he said you know there's there's no plans to close the you know close the park that uh, in fact I'd read that Disneyland was perceived as one being one of the safer places to be because it's such a clean place to go if you're going to go to a touristy sure. place you know, Disneyland would be a good place. So yeah, it's, it's the, okay it's the it's
1: opposite cool. of six flags.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to be at magic
1: mountain. No, it's no, no. Very uh, speedy. so That's tragic mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I, uh, Facebook messaged you because I'm like, Oh, well clearly even before this announcement, he must've decided to not take this trip. Yeah, And, uh, you were actually, uh, on the road and you're like, no, no, no. In yeah. fact, I gotta go. Cause I'm driving. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, you headed out to california and uh i felt bad because if you'd come the weekend before or even if you'd been th- like if you'd shown up on wednesday or thursday we would have gotten together we've wanted right. his triplets and my two kids to get together uh maybe uh, i've actually never met your wife yeah and uh you know so we were we were like oh yeah and then it uh turned into like
3: oh no no we can't we can't really see anybody
1: uh you know
3: when i come to california i always want to try to get out there because i have family out there i went to ucla so i got a lot of friends in the area it's it's usually a mad scramble to try to rush to do everything we want to do in a week and and just try to you know get it all in and and then we got there and you know as soon as disneyland closed i'm like i don't know i'll Let's see if Knott's Berry Farm is open. (laughs) How dare you find it. Camp Snoopy is amazing. (laughs) So by the time we got there, uh, the one thing that was still open was the uh, science center downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the science center. Coliseum. So The Scientology
4: Center? Yeah, the Scientology Center. Mm, Bad move.
3: The L. Ron Hubbard and everything. But uh, but yeah, it was crazy. So we went down there that morning because they said they were going to be open in the morning and then close at like noon. So we rushed down there and saw the space shuttle Endeavor. and, And it was so weird because we're in downtown LA on like a Friday and there's nobody on the streets. I mean, it's just like wide open traffic. And then we, uh, after we went to the Science Center, uh, one of my big clients is, is Landry's Restaurant Group. Um, the guy who owns it owns the Houston Rockets and he owns a bunch of restaurants. And so that's been a little bit, you know, nerve wracking for me that, uh, you know, they're all kind of closed up. But we went to Claim Jumper over there in Burbank near, near your house. Literally and, uh,
1: right down the street from my house. <laughs> right yeah. down
3: the street. And we got over there probably like 4.30 on like a Friday And I felt like Will Smith and I am legend. Like it was nobody on the 134. We pull into this building because they had not closed restaurants yet. We walked in, you know, the salad bar is empty, obviously. We're the only people in there in the parking garage or anything. And the bartender comes up and she says, uh, I said, are you open? She goes, yeah, we're open. But, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm your bartender, I'm your waiter, and I'm the cook. I'm the only person in here and Whoa.
2: Um,
3: so i was like oh this this is probably not going to go very well because it was our, <laughs> our first day there you're like great okay we need four rounds of shots i
2: need uh this we're gonna need this we're gonna need this also i need you to clean this up you just started giving her all these tasks yeah yeah an opportunity to be a real dick and you decided to be <laughs> a <real dick. laughs> yeah
1: so I, I i remember i checked in with you a few times and i was like because there there were there were differing degrees of the time you were here I think the day you got out here, the first day, you know, if we tried to get together that day, it would have been all right. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, and we've talked about this in the Black ass before, that Friday, which was the 13th, go figure, yeah. is uh, that was the day that we like went to pick the kids up at school. And as we're picking them up, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're closed for two weeks. You know, that right. two weeks, air quotes. And yeah. Yeah, we're like, what now? What? What is that about? Yeah. You know, we need we need to be able to leave our kids somewhere. Right. <laughs> we can't have them at home. Are you crazy? <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, you know, and then the, the problem of course becomes uh, what sort of information is consumed by people in your household as to how worried they are, the friend group they talk to, how concerned they are, you know? And uh, so it turned into like pretty early on, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to see you while you're out here. Uh, Right. But Will, we were talking about getting together at your place, sort of that Yeah. That's like Yeah, he was gonna come to the
2: house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Uh. it seemed I mean, look, that weekend it seemed like, oh yeah, that seems like a normal thing. But then it turned into like nobody should really go anywhere. And I mean, and the crazy thing is is like we're like four weeks into this thing and you know, you still feel like for the most part, it's like for the most part people are doing all right. But um I I don't know. I don't – I wouldn't call this any kind of lockdown. I don't know. What do you think, Jeff DeRay? Do you think people are respecting the nature of the uh, quarantine slash lockdown? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are.
4: But I think the shitty, unfortunate reality is that the several people that aren't – like the many people that still aren't are fucking it up for the rest of us because it's like one person – let's just use a pretend hypothetical definitely not a real person who let's say went from salt lake city one of the hot spots for covid and drove to los angeles another hot spot for covid uh and was trying to come hang out with me uh today and, <laughs> today uh, yeah today yeah
1: on march 6th yes from- uh, <laughs> uh my I'm mom's right? birthday by the way happy birthday mom huge blackcast fan i know she's watching <laughs> wait
4: wait wait so my buddy the one who's yeah. uh, a condo I rent was like oh, oh. I'm in town and I I didn't even respond to the text cuz I was just not. like I just want to chew you out for being fucking retarded like for the <laughs> fact that I can't I don't go for long walks with my dog because I'm like hey this is the responsible thing to do we'll get through this I'll take her for a nice long hike and everything will be copacetic and he's an asshole who's like Pictures of him in Wyoming, pictures of him hiking to to go snowboarding, pictures of and now telling me he's here. And it's just like, you're such a stupid fuck. You're ruining it for everyone else. And there's so many stupid assholes like you. I just hate you so much. Uh, And I feel like they're doing enough damage that it, it undermines what, like... You know, a hundred people could stay at home and one dickhead like him could spread it to everybody
1: anyways Yeah, I mean look, I think that for the most part people are staying in and you know, you'll go like I I did a grocery pickup today, although they say you're not supposed to go shopping anymore, but uh, I picked it up I ordered it ahead and you're like, oh, everybody's wearing the masks I even had one on I I meant to wear I went to I meant to wear mine for this, but I I forgot. Sorry Mm. um but in any case, and you're like, yeah, this is all great. But it's, it's not even like 100 people stay home and, and like one goes out. It's like 100 people stay home and like 20 kind of go out. You know, you'll see pictures of, uh, you know, like I went to the Burbank farmer's market over the weekend uh, to the horror of a friend of mine. But it was like so spaced out okay. and like you had to like you couldn't stand near anybody. And. I was just like, you know, like I went to a farmer's market the first week of all this. It was like the only place I could find eggs, you know. So I'm like, whatever. But then you see pictures where they're crowded. I saw pictures of this fish market outside of Washington, D.C. It was just like incredibly, uh, incredibly crowded. Um, and...
3: Uh, His just, head floats it, off into space.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it just, I feel like in general... You have a lot of people that aren't doing anything, aren't doing enough for it, but oh, there's Jeff. wore the
3: mask. He's even got like the N95 real deal thing I so, I like yeah.
1: before I put on the mask. Yeah, I uh, know hmm. the the bane mask. I don't trust wow. any of you. <laughs> you shouldn't dirty. you shouldn't, by the way. Uh, so, uh, Jason, you're in Austin. What level yeah. of uh, of shutdown is there going on there? Because uh, well, it,
3: it kind of depends where you're at. Uh, we live out sort of in the hill country. I live about 20 miles out of the city. Um, I only live on a quarter acre, but literally behind me is it's like a preserve. It's like you know 20,000 acres of of nothing behind me, and we live on a cul de sac. And so, I will say that I. The people that I know in the city, and I think a lot of it is just sort of how tight a quarters you are. I imagine in L.A., uh, and I, I know people I, I know in D.C. and New York, they just, I saw a guy in the street, and they freak out about it. Like, here there's a little more space. Like, you know, people are out in the streets, you know, but it's not like they're close. You know, they're, they're – I will say people on our cul-de-sac, we've kind of gotten close. There's about five homes. And, you know, some people say, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't, you know, Jeff might say I'm one of those people, but we all do kind of get together and hang out and set in our driveways. And just, it's been a very kind of communal experience for us, which is, it's been great, but you know, nobody's kind of coming in or out of our I, saw, gas,
1: I, I so. saw a funny uh, picture that uh, Mike Judge posted. It was the guys from King of the Hill. You know how they used to always stand out in the yard. But mm-hmm. they were all like spaced little out at the course right. of the whole frame. So that, that's yeah. what I imagine all of Texas looks like. Uh, Jeff, when you had the mask on and you were sitting there in front of the world like that, uh, I was getting a very strong Cobra Commander vibe. <laughs> I, I felt like you were going to try and take over, uh, you know. I have too big
4: of a head. This shit was like, it was too tight on my face. I couldn't breathe. Is that
1: one of those? I actually uh, saw a
3: meme on Facebook about that. It was like uh, Cobra recruitment's going through the roof because you get a free mask with uh, <laughs> if you join Cobra. And it, I and am yeah, the clit all the commander.
4: All you other clits fail <laughs> in comparison to
1: the, me. You know what? Wow, the, the thing about Cobra Commander.
3: Bob reference.
1: The thing about Cobra Commander is that he had two masks. He had the, yeah. the like the metal one and then the hood too. Yeah. Which I don't know about that hood. What did that say about uh, some of the groups that he was a, a member of or whatnot? Uh, Cobra's had hoods. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it seems like all right. You know, I mean, I don't know. Look, there's different ways to handle all it. Right. I do think that. There's two things that are terrible for this Going on right now well it's terrible the fact That it's happening uh, but The, uh, the media is not doing people a lot Of favors because of uh, Let's just say the headlines are, are not Designed to be calming in any way that's not no. What they're out there for um, and no. um, Facebook because uh, Facebook And by Facebook I mean all of social media uh, It's very judgy uh, You mm-hmm. know uh, and They're venting about things and you're like well I don't Even want to tell you you know what I'm doing. I mean, I've talked about on here that, you know, uh, my wife and I, we bring our kids to another family's house a few days a week because we all work remotely. And there's just sort of this lapse a couple of times during the week where we sort of need people to watch our kids. We started doing it from the beginning. And the joke is, it's like, we're going steady with this family. We're not seeing other people. Uh, This was for their, you know, largely for their benefit because they were using a, they were going to use a nanny share, and every day somebody different was going to be coming in. I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. So, uh, and also, look, they have a bigger yard, so our kids get to run around there. But you I, and you know, yard. I've sort of like it depends. Like telling other parents that we do it, I'm like, oh yeah, they're. They're definitely judging that. So it's like we don't tell everybody that that's what we're doing, not because we feel like it's bad. It makes sense to us.
2: It's sort of like. What my, if all these parents listened to the cast and now they know? That's ruined. Well, the blackcast. <laughs> you no, know, we get ruined. millions of listeners, Christian. Mm-hmm. Millions. The
1: whole okay, country. And is and you, you I'm still
3: proud. i How I'm people proud, are going to respond? Because I'm proud like, to have dozens.
1: I'm proud to have dozens of listeners. By the way, William.
3: I got a,
2: I had some bad news. I mean, I don't mean to take it like this way, but I was kind of surprised and I was like, I guess I should have thought this through. I got some bad news that a friend of mine passed away from cancer during all this. And a a closer friend of mine who was much closer to her, even than I was, had called me to tell me about it. And I was like, we had plans to like virtual cook together, like just put up the phone and like just make food and just hang out. basically, And I was like, Do you want me to come over there? And he was like, yeah. And so we like ran through the checklist. Like, who have you been with? It's almost like dating. You're like, how many people are you also seeing? Who have you fucked with? When was the last time you got tested? All these different things. Yeah. Because, uh, Will, you're not
1: just visiting your friend.
2: You're you're visiting with everyone they visited with. They visited. (laughs) So I decided to take the chance and go hang out with him uh, and uh, make some food together. And I posted some silly videos of us on Instagram. And I just got people were so mad at me. Mm -hmm.
4: And I was like,
2: oh, I should have thought this I was like, I get why people are mad. I wanted to tell everybody to like fuck off because of the extreme reason for deciding to visit a friend, which was like losing a human being to a different thing. But I was just like, "Never mind." So I just took down the stories and was just like, I'm just not gonna respond to anybody. But I was like, I I don't know. I'm trying to do it as best as I can. This was like an extreme, extreme, what's the word exception? And uh, yeah, yeah, I probably won't do that you, again. I guess. You
1: should have posted it as a flashback Friday. I should. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, like, remember that when we did that a couple days ago. So it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know was it was obviously current newspapers. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> that was, that was so crazy. That was obviously pre
2: COVID.
1: <laughs> I should start yeah.
2: doing that with, I should just start going and doing a bunch of dumb fucking shit and just TBT, FBF, everything. Yeah. And everyone's like, wow, he must have done it. I'm like, Disneyland's empty. It's so weird. Remember this? <laughs> wow. Months ago when no one was here?
1: I know. Well, I, I, it's funny because like, I I think I only ever posted it to my stories. And I was thinking like, oh, I want to post a picture of uh, Will and I from that Kiss concert. And now it's like, well, nobody's going to think that's now. Nobody's like,
2: "Yeah, no hey, way. wait,
1: Staples Center's having a gathering with 20,000 people? No. Right, so. right, It's our ass. Um, <laughs> exactly. No, look, I want to
4: just go on record as saying... I'm not like against anybody leaving their house or doing anything. I understand their shit. I think I'm a little aggro because my neighborhood seems to be a particular hotbed of stupidity. Mm -hmm. Like the street behind mine, where I have to take Mary on her walks, there's like a tree that um, the couple days that it's been nice out, because it's been kind of weirdly rainy to like also rain on everybody's attitudes out here uh, on top of everything else. The couple days that it was sunny out, this like group of Mexican guys that, cause it's like a very Hispanic neighborhood are just hanging out under the tree. And I'm like, no better way to describe this than like, then what you see at like a home Depot kind of thing. And it's just like, you guys are making a barricade of humans on a sidewalk during an epic, like a pandemic where everybody's told to stay the fuck away from each other. Like what am I supposed to do? And everybody in every house is out, like doing yard work, running around, playing games, like playing ball and stuff. And it's just like, oh, none of you give two shits about this. Not yeah, even, I've been.
1: Like, re- at all. I've been reading a lot that uh, the the Burbank police have to uh, routinely uh, go and uh, chase people off of uh, basketball courts that are very clearly closed, but people jump fences or, you know, go underneath police tape. The, uh, the running track at uh, Burroughs High School in Burbank uh, was padlocked, but uh, people figured out a way to go in there so that they can run on the track. So, yeah, people are definitely determined to do things. And, you know, it's like, yeah, you have a lot of people that are staying in, but then you have enough who aren't. And uh, it depends because people are getting the advice to stay home, but then you have the, you know, it it's – it's not only uh, churches, but you have various religious leaders that are like, yeah, well, we still have to, you know, because it's Passover right now. Uh, it was Palm Sunday yesterday. Uh, Easter's coming up in a week. And oh, that, yeah. Oh, that yeah. yeah, that's Do you part- think that
4: Florida does it on purpose, just like because they know that well, they're a joke? To be fair, like, Florida
1: does everything on purpose. Florida has never done anything on, by accident, true. they've never well, done anything on accident.
4: You know about the, their governor is saying, I love the, I loved the, whatever tweet or wherever I saw this, their response was, uh fantastic but it was like florida governor says that he can't possibly close down churches and religious ceremonies because they're quote essential businesses and the, the response was like oh so they're businesses? good tax the motherfucker
1: yeah i did i did see that it's like if they're going to be open then i guess they uh, should be taxed uh jason governor, jason i believe i just say i believe your governor uh yeah obviously played to the base and was like well no obviously we're not going to close the churches because they I, they right. tried I think like mayors yeah, uh, some to. counties.
3: Some yeah. counties said that churches uh, had to close, uh, and then the governor said that uh, they are an essential service. He didn't say essential business, uh, like maybe he did in Florida. But uh, no, even I'm that, gonna... though, you <laughs> yeah. know, our... no, no, the
1: the, uh, the governor of Florida is is not very
3: uh, very suave. Yeah. He is wait a minute, man. Wait a
2: minute, strip clubs are an essential service, right? So why can't we go there?
3: A lot of it, a lot of it obviously is very, very random. Right. Uh, you know, That's what I think is so funny about this whole thing is just seeing people from a political point of view, whether you're right or left, just seeing that there are so many people that somehow think that the government has some sort of overarching plan here. Like this is some big mastermind, you know, well, this is how we're going to do it. We're all going to get herd immunity this way. I'm like... Every single politician in this country is, they're just throwing stuff against the wall in a way. I mean, I know they get advice from the scientific community and stuff, but it's so ad hoc, you know, it's really just ad hoc and, and, and people just, you know, I I get a big kick out of it. I mean, like our church, we're still, you know, we're, even though we can legally meet, I mean. it doesn't make for good PR that, you know, right yeah. no So we're so uh, still doing there, it all. Your online. church
1: Is your church doing like online
3: services? Yeah. Or? Yeah. You can watch me every Sunday. I play and sing. So uh, my well, mom kind of wondered, what? cause we recorded about four episodes. We've four services in a row on one <laughs> week, <laughs> and My mom was like, how come you're wearing the same thing every week? I'm like, <laughs> I just love how an old people are now getting involved in social media yeah. and they're starting to really understand how this stuff works and, <laughs> It's like, you should wear something <laughs> different next week. I'm like,
4: yeah. You, you know, what, that's make a for good, good behind the scenes when you're doing uh, outfit yeah. changes between yeah. takes.
1: Yeah, you got costume change. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, look, and that's part of the the part of the narrative out there is that uh, it's like, oh, well, you know, the the left wants the churches to be closed. That's why they're saying this. You know, like the the uh, the empty pews means that uh, they win. And I. I I don't know who the hell I follow, but I see all this stuff on on social media. And I'm just like, yeah. If, if only houses of worship, and in their case, what they're talking about, if only Christian churches were closed, I'd be like, yeah, there's probably something to that. But it's like, well, no, everything's closed. And it's just like, you're not exempt from that because you're a gathering. And, it, you know, uh, no, by the way, not the gathering, which is the meeting of the <laughs> juggalos, uh, mm. uh, I believe. I thought that, talking about Magic not, the Gathering. No, magic the, game. The, game. No, yeah. no. the Gathering of the Juggalos. I'm going to assume is still on because those are clean folk. The
2: Fantasy
1: yes. Clown Posse, yeah. uh, ICP. They know how to. Uh, they know how to uh, social distance. You're
2: down with ICP, yeah. You know me. <laughs> right.
4: that's, uh, that's their favorite song. Yeah.
1: So it's yeah. uh, you know. So you read about it, and it's like, I, I mean, so that's infuriating that they're like, oh, well, we can't th- because then they win, and it's like. Well no, because then if you do meet, it's sort of like, well then the virus wins and it's like it it's only really gonna work if it's you're all Chinese. reverse psychology,
4: you dumb conservos. But yeah, well, it only works oh, we if we got it, you. It, it only tricked you into going to church and killing yourselves. <laughs> it <is. laughs> Our and it's like by the way,
1: plan. how many of those people like only go to church on Easter and Christmas anyway? Oh yeah. So it's so like many. you're getting you're getting like a hall pass to not go. Come on, don't don't make the big deal about it. Uh but I mean, Go ahead, Jason.
3: Well, you know, but, but the, the, the thing that I think is funny about it is, um, you know, I've read things that we actually need to have some sort of level of interaction because that's the only way to build herd immunity. I've heard people totally talk about, we all need to stay in and hide from this thing so we all get herd immunity. I'm like, no, that's the opposite.
1: No, I mean, I, I can understand yeah.
3: making the case. You have to have a in. low level of transmission. Yeah. So that people sort of generally get it and then everybody right. kind of gets immune to but it. it. But mm-hmm. if you do
1: stay in, then you're not, yeah. too, you know, it's like they're two different arguments. It's like you either do right. herd immunity or everybody stays in. Uh, I'm right. okay with the everybody stays in. I'm, you know, it's, it's just a great reminder of how little we need uh, actual in-person interaction. Because, look, we're doing this right now. i'm talking to you guys this is perfect this is this is all i need i've done like five black casts in the last like week and a half or whatever it's like great just an excuse it's uh you generate the content you talk to people you know it's like oh it's fine this is i don't know i find that people in general from what they're posting they're much more social now than if this wasn't happening they're keeping in touch with uh you know people that they probably wouldn't be talking to as often uh, and yeah. the only thing is, I, and I think I talked about this uh, in, in a previous episode, is that people are doing things like virtual happy hours, virtual trivia night. And you can't say that you have something that prevents you from really doing it. Now, yeah. Heather, my wife came up with the only thing that you can use as an excuse. Oh, we're already doing a, a virtual trivia night with somebody else. We're doing yeah. with a different friend group. It's the only way out of any of these things.
2: Because no, this it's like, has been. Sorry, I keep going. No,
1: no, go ahead. Go
4: ahead. Another of there are the many benefits of having no friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this has been the greatest opportunity to practice the power of saying no. Because there's a certain friend who keeps inviting me to do Zoom, uh, giant Zoom conferences to play games. So it's like a giant game night with like 18 people. And I only yes. know like three of those people. I don't know anybody else. So he's like, come play games with us. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, why? I was like, I don't, in quarantine, I'm not interested in making new friends. I'm not going to make new Zoom friends. I don't want to do your game night. I want to read. I have things that I want to do. He's like, come on. It's like anytime people are like, come on, do this thing. I've just started telling people no. Like, and it feels really great to tell people, hey, I'm not going to do that thing. Well, what else are you doing? I'm like, nothing. And it's awesome. And it's my time. And I'm catching up on reading. And it's been great i've just been I'm, I'm really i'm really killing the quarantine game christian
1: Hold i i i can't imagine because uh every time uh every time that i uh think about anyone who is you know what it doesn't you don't even have to be unmarried just without kids I just I try to I just fantasize about what I would be doing with this time. The books yeah. I've read, the series I would have binged. I wouldn't have fucking watched Tiger King. I would have watched like I don't know The I would Wire. Definitely have
4: watched Tiger King. I was I was
1: waiting for Tiger King for two weeks.
4: I saw that shit coming soon.
1: You no, I know, and on. it's like I've I've watched one, and I've heard a lot about the other episodes. So I'm like, oh, I want to watch it. But I mean, if 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 I had that time, I would have watched. Like I don't know some great series that I've never watched. Like whatever, you know, pick one. Uh, except Game of Thrones, I said great. But well, there's uh, another good one out now. Uh, how to
4: fix a drug scandal? It's all about a couple Massachusetts chemists who are doing drugs, or one of them was doing drugs when they're supposed to be testing drugs. Do they have the accent? Do they
1: have the Massachusetts accent?
4: One of them's Indian. Uh, she's first generation <laughs> so American, no. so no. And okay. the other one doesn't have the accent, but she literally there's a scene where she's talking about in in like um it's evidence that like comes back to bite her in the ass and it's like she talks about doing drugs at work and she's like had to miss out on the Pats game cuz she's a huge Patriots no, like fan. So Does she talk like, about
3: going to Jordans and watching the movies with the butt kickers under the seats? That's <laughs> Butt kickers. You got it right. Butt kickers. So uh the I have been to that theater.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> but what about Bach Toyota? Have you ever Bach been- Toyota
3: on, <laughs>
1: on the Auto Mile? come Auto-mile. on down to Route One on the Auto Mile. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so I'm I'm very envious of of anyone who's in quarantine without children. Uh, yeah. Jason, you're the one person yeah. that yeah. I can look at and be like, oh no, I'm better off. I'm better off because I only have
3: two kids. <laughs> so- well, you know, I, I I do. I've been to your place. I I do think we've got. You know, the cul-de-sac helps and the weather's been pretty good. Unfortunately, when we were in California, you know, the second part of that story was we were staying at my aunt's up in Tahunga, and it was like, well, at least get out and do stuff. And it literally like rained an inch and a half every day we were there. Yeah. And I think all we did was drive. We found out that the house from ET was like a half mile from her house and we drove up and saw that. <laughs> that was pouring rain. And uh, that's a yeah, I mean, that the was that, of their home, yeah.
1: <laughs> the the beginning of, of uh, Quarantine Nation, at least in Southern California, it was like you were inside, it was raining, it was like you couldn't even go for a walk, even though they said go ahead, go take a walk. And and yeah, so yeah, you just could not have picked a worse time. To, yeah, uh, I've beaten like four or five games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but so you know, how's here, they, so the so you're you're, are, you're you're working from home. The yeah. kids, uh, they're five or are they six now? Yeah, they're five. They're they'll five.
3: be six in, in there. They'll be starting kindergarten. We were supposed to have kindergarten registration last week, but obviously- well,
1: We we got our registration done and in theory, Felix will start in August. We'll see.
3: But, oh, okay. Yeah. So I will say that, uh, you know, working from home, it's definitely good that I don't have the commute. It frees up a couple hours of my day. Um, I, the downside is my my last office in India, I had a basement. Now I have just this glass door right here behind me and I need to put some solid doors in. Cause with the glass there, they're just always like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's, you can just hear right through it. So there's a lot of distraction, um, you know, but work has been, you know, I, I should worry a little bit. Like I said, our, my major, our major client of our firm is, is uh you know Tillman Fertitta and so I mean you know the Houston Rockets and Landry's restaurants were like probably about 40% of my work and there there's no restaurants going on there's no NBA going on right now so um works a little bit light and I could get nervous about it but you know it's just it I've just been going out working out in our garage in the morning getting up every day um I will say our budget I've always like where does all of our money go, and apparently it goes to eating out because our budget got so much better in the last two weeks.
2: Oh man! And then
3: yeah. you know, but now I since I my major client a restaurant, I want to tell everybody as soon as this is over, go out and eat eat out again. But I'm starting to think a lot of people will be like, well, let me just eat at home now. You yeah, and well, look, and I mean, long term.
1: I don't know about you know, it out there. I mean, you know, most restaurants are still uh, still delivering, uh, so we mm-hmm. try to. We try to do that. We've made an exception or two for a chain, but uh, we try to get something from, you know, local yeah. places. And if you, you know, you, you go through like whether it's a Grubhub or one of the other ones, they, they all take turns basically on having a no delivery weekend or whatever. No delivery charge. Sorry, not no delivery. That seems crazy. But uh, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, you can do that. Um, you know, this was something that uh, In our previous episode of the Blackcast uh, I was talking to Zia about And I kind of wanted to ask you guys What each of you think about this So we're going to use just a hypothetical here Assume that The world goes back to normal July 1st I don't know that that's entirely likely But this is for the sake of this conversation July 1st is when it happens What's the date after that that you feel like You know what, I will go to A movie again oh, I'm okay to go to a larger gathering than a movie theater, you know, whether it be a sporting event or a concert or something. Uh, Jeff, uh, I, I know you try to not leave your house to begin with, but I also know that you like the movies. So if July 1st movie theaters are open again and uh, people are gathering, when do you think you'd be comfortable going back?
4: Like me personally? Yeah, or you personally? Is this...
1: No, no, this is just you I... and... As of right
4: now, I'd go in a large group. I'm not worried about me. I've never been worried about myself. Yeah. I'm fully confident that like, I'd probably be okay. My concern and the reason I get so passionate about it is because I have people very important to me who are in those very high vulnerability brackets. My stepdad is diabetic, has cancer, and is 70. So it's just like people being assholes puts my family at risk, and that's sure. why it upsets me. So you, you'd go in July, probably. Yeah, again, I'm not really worried yeah. about
5: myself.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for both Z and I, we kind of felt like uh, Wonder Woman's supposed to come out like August 5th. If you feel like you get a month where there's not really stories of, uh, oh, all these people at this movie theater turned out to be part of the second wave of this, uh, that'd be like, all right, yeah, yeah, that, that month mark seems like it
2: might be time. Uh, Will Sterling, what do you think? I mean, if I, the thing is, is like, I've always been like a pretty trusting person. So for everybody, they're like, Hey, it's time to go back out to places again. I'd be like, great. And I would immediately go everywhere I wanted. You'd go, you'd go
1: to uh, Mr. Furley's or whatever that, uh, uh,
2: my, my goal right now is I want to go to Venice beach and hang out for a couple hours on the beach and then go to Cabo Cantina for a two for one happy hour. And get two Corona beers, ironically, but that's usually what I get when I go to Cabo All right, so um, so you know, you're you're
1: sure. like basically day one, give or take. Like you're like, okay, if things are open, I'm gonna go.
2: A thousand percent, yeah. Or, uh, I'm like, I'm I'm playing it safe, at, like I should, and wearing my little cloth. I have like a bandana, like a mask, but I'm like, does this really fucking even do anything?
1: Uh, well, if you if you're gonna rob if you're gonna rob a
2: stagecoach, it's gonna be perfect. I know that was my thing. Is I was like, I keep seeing all these people with bandanas walking. I'm like, it looks like a bunch of bandits. Like, this are gonna rob trains. And stuff. It reminds like, me. It reminds
1: me of a uh, of a joke from uh, a very old joke, about thirty plus year old joke from our friend Dennis Miller, uh, that the uh, toughest job is uh, bank guard in Alaska, because uh, everybody that walks in is wearing a ski mask. Sure. Uh, Jason Blair, when do you, so yeah. July 1st, movie theaters are open, restaurants are open. Yeah. When do you go and well, it, are you a little bit more hesitant because of the kids?
3: No, I'm not worried about the kids. Like I said, my, my buddy, uh, you know, like I said, he's, he's a pulmonologist. He said that, you know, there's really nothing RN that I'd have to worry about um, You know, as far as my parents and you know older people they're mainly back in Indiana I don't really we live in sort of a young neighborhood so uh, right I'm not around older people I would yeah. have no problem doing you mean
2: a, a, a primarily German, German neighborhood like young right A Jung, yeah, Jung. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, Germans are
2: uh, yeah you can't get sick that's a fact right
3: yeah uh, immune so no I would go right away and and, and you know that's that's it's one thing I, I do think is I said, li- living here, maybe on this little cul-de-sac and having my neighbors, I I've been kind of enjoying this time, even though I've been a little bit more insecure about my income. Um, I'm like, you know what, this is teaching me to kind of let go and not really worry about money and, you know, God will provide, and you know, just kind of focusing myself on a you know spiritual level, working out, things like that. And I realized, no, there's so much fear going on because for one thing I've done, I've stopped watching the news and yeah. I've been so much happier it really does make you happier. So I, I went, when we got back from California, we had to go to the grocery store here at H-E-B and we hadn't gone in like two weeks cause we knew we were going to California. So we didn't buy groceries before we left cause we knew they'd all spoil. And then we were gone in California. So when we came back, normally a family with a, we spend probably $300 a week at the grocery store anyway, but we hadn't been in like three weeks. So of course we'd go to the grocery store. All that pandemonium, I think we ended up spending like 450 bucks, and it's just everybody's staring at us. like We're just like terrible people. Like, look, we buy four gallons of milk on any given week anyway, uh, so four is not really that sort of weird. But, you know, I mean, it was kind of odd. I saw a few masks, but I hadn't been to the grocery store in two weeks. Yeah. Well, yesterday I had to go to Home Depot uh, to, to get some paint, and I went in, and, like, I was the only person in there that didn't have a mask, and everybody just kind of looked like – like zombies in a way walking around and it was so dumb because on the speakers there was a song when I was in high school it's a stupid little pop song by Shanice called I Love Your Smile. I I know you down you too Jeff and Will are too young to know it but it just goes out.
1: Shanice. Oh yes. Well why don't you why don't you tickle the ivories behind you and give us a little? So I'm
3: sitting there waiting for a Five, six, seven, eight. I just kind of start whistling it like to myself, not loud, but just like, yeah, sure. Cause it's a happy song. Yeah. This woman walks by me and like shoots daggers at me. Like how dare you Damn be yeah. happy in this yeah. time? You know, I'm just like, well, yeah. I can't do anything. I might as well just be happy. You know, why just be miserable? I don't know.
1: You know, th- two, yeah. this would be this would be the time to walk around Home Depot, and uh, you're talking about just to be happy. Uh, Bobby McFerrin's "Don't Worry, Be Happy." And if you remember, his instrument oh, yeah. was himself, like <coughs> you know, just doing all that. Yeah, that. I think uh, nobody would be annoyed by that. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even have a mask until yeah. uh, Friday because we were just waiting for Heather's mom to. She's been making them for like a local hospital, so she mailed them to us and. So then I had it, and then that's when you start to notice that everybody has it, but um, there, I forget what day it was, but there was a day that I went to the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts, and I remember that the guy handing it through the drive-thru, like, didn't have gloves on, and I'm like, what the, no, you, you, you're the one who needs to have the gloves on, like, I don't need to have it, but you, you, you know, and, I was just like, oh, it's like this guy fucked up the whole thing, you know. So I was like, I can't drink it in the car. So you threw it in his face. I did. Well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, excuse me, can you heat this up? Great, thanks. And then I threw it in his face. So like, I had to take it home and pour it in another cup. And it was just like, I you know. So I don't know. I mean, in general, everywhere you go, you know, like for weeks, people that work at the supermarket have had the masks, and you know, there's there's always these these weird exchanges of like instead of have a nice day, it's like, everybody's like, stay safe. It's like wishing people happy new year. You know, you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. And look, there's a good sentiment out there in general. I haven't, I, you know, people are, people have been fine anywhere that I've been, you know, uh, you're at the supermarket. It's just like, I'm like halfway down the aisle. And that's when I say, Excuse me, you know, like instead of like walking right in front of you and saying, excuse me, you're gonna say excuse me like way before I get to you so that they can, you know, hug the the items behind them and I will try to, you know, get as far away from them as possible. But I don't know. I think that there's a there's a lot of like etiquette to this time. And I don't. I don't know if it's going to go back to normal. Like, do you feel like in a year, Will Sterling, I'll ask first, do you think if you like go to shake somebody's hand, they'll be like, yo, what the
2: fuck? Maybe. It's tough because I'm a very, like, it's, I hate nothing more than people saying like, what's your love language? But I realize how like much physical touch, like I like to hug people. And like, like I'm a very close like person. And so like when I saw my friend the other day, I was like, are we, are we, is this, can we do this? Like, it was like so strange to wonder whether or not you could hug somebody. I would rather catch and fucking get COVID than not be able to like hug my friends. Cause like, I just realized that like, even on that one night being around like one or two other people, even being like not always close to them, but mildly far away from them was like so energizing and like so valuable that I was like, this is really, really important. So I, I, fuck, I don't give a shit. Like I'm just, if people get scared, I'm not going to try to like, no, touch me. Like I'm not going to force people to do <laughs> touch it, touch touch it. it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do that. But, at, but I'm the kind of person that's like, I'm not, it doesn't, I'm not trying to say that I'm like cavalier about all this. I'm trying to take it seriously, but like I'm going to, and everybody knows this and Jason, I think you're right. And I feel the same way. I'm like, my news intake has like been so limited. Like, I get the headlines. I get the major updates. I know what I should and shouldn't be doing. I get the recommendations, but I don't have a constant influx of like news because so many of my friends and a lot of people are just like, they're telling me like what I should be doing. And I'm like, I'm telling you guys, I am being safe. I'm not, but really breaking the rules. I'm not a fucking idiot like Jeff's friend who's like driving across states. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. the one caveat that I had was a friend because we lost a friend. And I was like, if you guys want to get mad at me for this one thing then you can eat shit. But like right. for the most part, I'm ready to be able to be me and be with my friends again. And if like, if people are uncomfortable, I will respect their boundaries. But like, I'm not going to change shit. Like I'm going to go, I'm yeah. like, I need to be
3: me, you know? Yeah. Yeah yeah I totally look, agree with you will yeah I, I, I'm the exact same way and when Go it ahead. comes to
1: yeah. when it comes to the news intake i uh, I think that that's something that pre corona and post corona should be the case it's like yeah, it's not gonna make your life better to get that much news and i I've talked about this probably most episodes of the blackcast we've done uh, during this time is that I made the mistake once of watching the news uh before bed and the only problem has been, you know, doing prep for Dennis's podcast. I kind of have to gather some headlines. So like right. Sunday nights and uh, Tuesday nights, I, I I do look around in the news more than I wish I I, I had to. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, like Heather's sister was talking the other day about how they get up and they they put the news on and they leave it on the background all day. I'm like, no, it's exactly what you shouldn't do because that's not going to make no. anything better. It's going to, you know, and look, there there's. There's information to be had that's important, but if you have a trusted news source, get their app. If it's something super important happens, they're going to tell you. I get the now, push notification. Yeah. OAN. What's that? OAN. O-A-N. <laughs> OAN. Yeah. No, thank you, Jeff, for saying what we're all thinking. Yeah, OAN is going to give us the truth. Um, I, I, I get all oh, my – I thought it we were straight O-O-N. to Mike
3: Huckabee. Whenever yeah, I, I, yeah I
1: also get it from Owen from Oprah's network. Yeah, Oprah, um, whatever. Look, I, I just go for something that's straight down the middle. I go InfoWars because yeah. I feel like – It's turning the freaking frogs gay, Christian. I'm Robert. pretty sure I
3: saw him one day. It's raining he gay frogs. Live out
1: here he lives me. out there,
3: yeah. And I saw a red Mercedes, at the and the license plate was uh, – Did it say lizard people? No, it said Infowars, oh. and I was oh. like, I bet that's
1: – com PrisonPlanet.com, yeah. dot dot yeah. .net. Watch out for the pedophiles, brother. COVID nineteen has led to the uh, pedophiles being released from prisons. Yeah. This is exactly what they wanted. They want the empty. They want the empty prisons. They want the empty churches. Pizza Gate right. is happening. Yeah.
3: But I can tell, like on Facebook, like who's still watching news and who's not, because for they're sure. just so amped up. Like there's this yeah. lady on our subdivision's Facebook page. It used to be all about like graffiti at the pool or you know, whatever. And and now it's just all these people trying to, you know, this one lady was screaming like all caps, like you are not supposed to be comparison shopping at the grocery store. You need to have a list and get in and out. Because every minute you're in there is another minute you're going to get the. Vi- I mean, it I didn't like realize sh- comparison
2: shopping was like yes. a thing that people could be angry about. How I'm, dare you try to save seven cents I'm on a not can kidding. of chili? Let me interject, <laughs> everybody. This woman is
1: a patriot because the coupon, the grocery store coupon is a tool of the deep state. They want you to use them, they want you to pay with a personal check. They want. Your check, give <laughs> the coronavirus to the I person. Take your. Let me break this
4: down really quick. COVID, Christians. Christian organizations invaded by viruses,
2: insidious demons, 19. Good. Insidious Democrats. But Christian's impression of, uh, pretty good. of Alex Jones is good in person. It's even better over Zoom where it has a sort yes. of compressed but The microphone radio quality. is what makes yeah, it perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I <laughs> lean into it. I agree. Oh, that's so good.
4: Yeah, you do, you do, you All we do need like is the you real need and by the way, you wouldn't have to. on you, and you're just slamming your
1: desk yeah. the whole time. You wouldn't need to go to the supermarket if you'd buy one of our food buckets at <laughs>
3: Infowars.com. <laughs>
2: Um, no, so Jason, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off. Jason, no, no, before. no,
3: but I was just like, she's legit, you know. She's like, you need to get in and out of grocery stores, and yeah. she, every day it's some post like that, and yeah, you know, there's. I'm so tempted to have some big rebuttal, and I actually typed it out on Facebook, and then I just deleted it. Oh, yeah. And I just responded. I just put thanks, boss. You know, I mean.
1: <laughs> I mean yeah. Yeah. This like, is. This is definitely the time for the uh, the posts not sent, the comments right. not left. I've had a few where I'm just like, what do I gain from this? Like, right. I wrote it out. I vented. Let's not post it. Every Everything's fine. Uh, I was trying to post pictures of my kids every day because people seem to like that. That would make them happy. That was mostly an Instagram thing. But then it's also like, well, I don't want to show this picture because it's very clearly not my house. I don't want them to be like, Hey, where, where did you go? Like, <laughs> where, where is that? You know? So, and then it's like, I don't know. We went out for a walk because they still tell us we can go for walks. But then, like I alluded to earlier, this is the week where they're like, uh, if there was ever a week to not go grocery shopping or to the pharmacy, this is it. I'm like, oh, okay. So this is the week we can't go. Um, and this was of course after him. Will's drinking. No, um, he's got olives and everything. I've, I've, I've got my martini. Hot, I've, I've got the I Hoppy Kaye. Thank you to our friend Jason, uh, Jeff Winstead. I waiting
2: for me when this is over. I Just made so. a big enough martini batch to have a refill, and so I got a,
3: I had to yeah. grab my refill. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I still don't like it, uh, IPAs, but I do love that this is called the Hoppy Kaye. Uh, that is uh, a good I mean. How
3: um, are you guys doing on toilet paper out there? Fine. Uh, Jeff, you finally, Jeff, you finally got some, right? Mm-hmm. We're good. That was one score we had on the way back. We had to stop and get gas uh, in Palm Desert. Hard <laughs> gas. Uh, at La Quinta, actually. And uh, we went at the Target getting gas. And Cheryl said, let me go see if they have uh, toilet paper because I've I just heard all these. This is before yeah. we knew about toilet paper shortages. She yeah. said, yeah, toilet paper is out. But she found an 800 box of baby wipes. So
1: we're- oh, that's hey.
4: what. Yeah, we have a big Ooh. old thing of baby or yeah. of, uh, wet wipes. That's what we're it- using.
1: I was at the supermarket uh, today, you know, doing the, the pickup, but then uh, I was talking to the guy who was filling up the car about, you know, like, oh, do you, do you guys get in, like, hand sanitizer and, and, and wipes and stuff? He's like, actually, usually we get that stuff at, like, 7 in the morning. And I think it's great that these supermarkets are letting, like, older and at-risk people come in for the first couple hours. But from what he tells me at, like, 7 a.m., uh, that's for like seven to nine. And it, uh, so then the old people buy up all of the, uh, all of those things. And it's like, it's great because they're more at risk, but it's like, wait, I, I don't get a crack at it like any days of the week. So now it's like, I think they need to do reverse like two days a week. Or anybody can come in at seven. But anyway, they had the, uh, they had the toilet paper, uh, at the customer service. So it's like, it's very like strictly policed. And there was this uh super creepy thing the last time I was at the supermarket. I actually heard uh, mandatory cameras. Well, that's there, but it's a <laughs> it's the top it's the top of the hour. Offs employees wash your hands. Yep. And you're like, Oh, that's some like straight up big brother shit right there. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like war is peace. Love you know. Uh but but they ground, have diamond crystals in their hands yeah. Yeah. on the
2: ground at Ralph, it's like Please wait here, at like six feet, six feet apart from each other at the checkout lines. Like yeah, no, I have the boxes on the floor. Yeah, they, I've yeah, seen yeah. that.
1: Yeah, the the pavilions that I was at this morning, I, I've seen that at a lot of places. They had I, that at wait, the
2: farmers market. I have a point to make about the toilet paper thing that I've realized.
3: If you ran
2: out of toilet paper, you would be fucking fine, even if you didn't have a bidet. Just hop in the shower. I know it's a little gross. You just wash it off. You know? It's fine. It's fine. There's always a solution. Also, if you're that afraid of having to, like, wash your ass that many times, or like, how many shits are you taking in a day? And if it is that high, what are you eating? And you need to get your gut, your GI tracked, everything (laughs) on track. You need to stop eating so many DiGiorno's. When you go to the store to stock up on resources, stop buying shitty food. Start, like, I have actively tried, and I don't want to sound like an asshole about it, but like to make quarantine, I want to come out of quarantine, like the fucking fittest, most prepared, most well, like mentally adjusted, ready to go person. Because like, mm-hmm. obviously everybody deals with these things differently, but I'm like, this is the time for me to focus on my mental wellness, on my health, on my body. I'm still working out. I'm like everything that I, I can't let it go to shit. Cause if I do, then everything I need to be, ahead of I, so many people are going to come out of this and I'm in the competitive industry. And I'm like, I need a leg up on people. And I'm like, maybe I'm a, li- a little crazy about this, but I'm like, everything is fine. There's always a solution. If you're willing to step outside the box and think about it, the toilet paper thing is such a fucking ridiculous scare because you don't really need it. I don't know. It's well, not like- to the
1: not to the extent that people were buying it early. Uh, Jeff, do you think that uh, this, this whole thing would have been worth it if at the end of it, uh, will turns into fat will.
4: It Superman, is worth Superman it in terms of food
2: challenge and food I'm wins. gonna
4: say no because I'm thinking in the long term now. Okay, I think fair. long term I want him to make money so that I can mooch off of oh, him and live in his Will Yeah. I'm
2: term. telling you, that's why I'm in the I'm in the zone right now. Because as soon as I come out of quarantine the Will Tourage it's gonna be it's gonna happen. Yeah.
4: Short term, a nice fat will would be a good ego boost,
2: (laughs) a massage. Uh,
1: So, Will, uh, we've talked about on the broadcast. You have a uh, a lady friend in your life, but uh, you guys not a lady
2: friend. It's my girlfriend. A lady friend makes it sound like a friend with benefits. I, 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 you know, you have no benefits to your friendship. Oh.
1: There I mean, are lots she's of a,
2: benefits, and it's a great friendship.
1: She's a she's a girl, so clearly there's no benefits. But
2: <laughs> what?
1: what uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We describe each to other's say,
4: back at the YMCA. Do I <laughs> have
1: not. to say that that's a joke? The uh, so how's that work? She doesn't live with you, so uh,
2: you guys no. still get together or how's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's been really great, actually. And this is where maybe some people would freak out about it, but I feel like it's funny, Jason. I think that you and I have always been like. You know what? We have disagreed in many ways on other things, but I think we've always kept it gentlemanly and friendly at the end yeah. of the day. Today, more than any other day, I think you and I are like on the exact same page because yeah. like I, here's what we're doing. We're together like three, on three 16, bam. <laughs> <laughs> we're together like three, maybe four nights a week. And then we're apart. The other two, uh, the other, I don't know what right. three or four depending on how we break it up i'm at my place she's at her place and then you know so whatever those shared nights are we kind of trade so we're either at her place my place or we're at each other's places but we're not in the in between like going to other places besides ralph's once a week to buy groceries right. so but everyone like, you guys gotta stop going so much in between your places and i was like you can you need to shut the fuck up who said like, that can't. did, did that? This, I, the whole, the stress, the stress of the news that makes people like, you can't, you got to stop to limit the amount of times that you're going out to go places. I'm like, I'm not going places. I'm going to her place. And it's like, you're, you're risking. And I like people just grab words and go like, but, but it's at risk. You're putting people at risk. And I'm like, I think that you're just saying that because you don't actually know how to feel. And nobody gave you the tools and the skill set to deal with crisis. And fu- yeah. and weirdly enough, when it comes to a crisis, I think I actually do okay. And I I'm not being lackadaisical or, or thinking all this is bullshit or a conspiracy theory. I'm just trying to keep a level head. And I do think I'm doing very well in quarantine, All those things considered.
3: Yeah. What, what I found go ahead, very interesting. Sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. It's very interesting that most people are very. You'd think people could make decisions for themselves. You give them like these guidelines and they understand sort of what the reasoning is behind the guidelines, but they don't like, they're really <laughs> the people that just, it's so they dumb. just, yeah. they need people to just say, do a, then do B, then yeah. do C, then do D, but they don't understand why they're doing a or why they're doing B. And therefore when they come to a situation where, well, you know, maybe this is kind of the reasoning behind this policy. they, they don't get it. So they're just like, well, we heard you're not supposed to interact with anybody. And then that's it. They don't have any kind of capability to say, well, you know, yeah. You know, And, and living a very legalistic life, you know, and, and for me being someone who, you know, that was one of the things. Who was literally a
2: lived a legalistic life.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I, I you know, I, I appreciate rules and, and words and things like that. But I understand that, you know, one one of the central tenets of you know the the New Testament, and not to get all religious, was that you know it, Jesus was like, "This is you guys aren't looking at the picture of why these rules are in place. All you right. Pharisees are just you're following these rules and you, you love the rules more than you love the meaning behind the rules. Right. And I think people just have a tendency to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I think agree. they all love turtles. You, mean, you know you know about that one, turtles. right? You mean the you mean the turtles happy together? Uh, <laughs>
4: wasn't there like a thing? <laughs> like- <laughs> old school where like if a woman was on her period, she had to like give some turtles to the priests to be able to like be clean enough to go back in the home. It's some weird shit. I love those. I oh, yeah. some stories. weird
3: stuff in Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Like if you murder someone, you know, you need to
4: yeah. skin. If she sits her. on <laughs> any furniture in your house while she's bleeding, you got to burn right. that shit. <laughs>
3: yeah. burn well, look, that's just common sense.
1: Let's. Right. Common sense. You know, it's like, Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I have my period on your couch. Well, great. Now I need to burn my couch and you. Uh, in any case. Or my turtles. <laughs> my <laughs> turtles. Um, I, uh, we, from what we were talking about earlier, I wanted to share a text exchange I had with a dear friend of ours, uh, Mr. David Bujenski, AKA. No. Oh. I asked him Cactus this is it. my text. <laughs> Important question. Can even a global pandemic convince you to wear a condom? And he wrote back, no, LOL. As long as I don't touch my face, I'm good. With his dick? Well, I guess he means afterwards. And uh, I said, what about the load you shoot on her face? And he said, I would never. I'm a gentleman. Which means, of course, he leaves it in. Uh, so uh i I do hope that we get to visit with Cactus Dave soon, but if I had to guess he wouldn't let the camera turn on because uh you know the, in the, buff. The, yeah. the black cast can definitely derail that guy's career more than any of us
2: oh boy, you are not you are not wrong We not, really you know
1: not Jason <laughs> lawyer, you know, uh, you know I, anything I do it's fine I mean the other three of he's us part are the game,
4: amphibians now he's good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Part of the amphibian nation. It's the same difference as the lizard people. You have to watch out for David Bujenski. He is someone think, we cannot trust.
3: We have a career set for you now. When, when, whenever the DMO ends, you know this is going to be your new oh, thing. You need to <laughs> we need it for yeah, whenever the for, for, whenever, for, whenever the,
1: whenever the yeah. Dennis Miller option goes, you just have to listen right. like. All you gotta do is get some of these
4: impressions on Fox, and you can have the same career as Frank Caliendo. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> I love, Whom I love we me. saw perform live at the Laugh Factory that, that in was, Orange County. Uh, that in was which, like
1: Blackcast we, two or three. Yeah, that was picture of the us. That is the official Blackcast picture. Is from the Yard House. Uh, That's in, right. Is that that was Irvine? Irvine. Yeah. Yeah, and we. We had Frank Caliendo on uh, the Dennis Miller option recently. Yeah, he was on um, recently. Yeah, he uh, he brought out a lot of the old favorites. He had some new ones, but uh, I still love his Charles Barkley knucklehead.
3: Yeah, but,
2: yeah, that's a good one. I that was know. the time that Brzezinski and I uh, on oh, our way yeah. to a oh, casino, this was good. Uh, on our way to a casino stopped on the side of the road and peed on a Christmas tree that was left on a curbside in Inglewood, which is probably not. Did good that idea. like break a little bit of your soul? Oh no, it was fine. It was funny. And then we went to a casino and Buzenski lost $100 if you know yeah, how if, to do if, black cast if math. You do, if
1: you do black cast <laughs> math, because I talked about the time that he lost $30. I'm 30, oh, sorry. He $30. Lost $10, yeah. $10. $10. Yeah, exactly.
2: In under 20 minutes and bought us both old fashions right before he gambled and said, wow. Those $5 old fashions were really something, huh? Yeah, good times. good times. Yeah, I mean, I think that
3: that's fun.
1: And look, we all have, uh, you know, Pujanski excess stories. I mean, Jason, no, you don't. You've never had the pleasure.
3: I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't though. I lived in Florida for a few years. So I, I get people like him, which is also like Jeff mentioned uh, uh, Tiger King. You know, it's one of those things where everybody's posted, and I was like, I can't believe these people. I can't believe these people. I'm like, I grew up in Terre Haute, Indiana. I'm pretty sure I know somebody who's exactly like every person on that show. Like, nothing's really kind of blown me away by it, which is sort of, I don't know, odd. I mean, it's a little, it's a little out there, but it's not like, oh, it blows me away. This is unbelievable. So I don't know what your thoughts are on it, Jeff, if you know people like that from New England.
4: I don't know that I know a lot of Tiger Kings per se. Uh, <laughs> I had a crocodile queen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I is did that a my,
1: joke or did you actually have a...
4: I had a friend who had an alligator, little baby alligator that was growing oh, up. I, don't, I think they had to kill it eventually because, you know, it was going to kill them. But yeah, I've had friends that had like the animals that they are not supposed to have and shit like that. Uh, I don't know that they were full on Joe Exotics. I think that guy is just fascinating and, and oh, yeah. like in a very fun way, you know. It's the, it's the charisma and the fact that it's like when they tell you like ah yes these three straight men that he convinced to marry him you're kind of like right yeah I could see that yeah not in I, like a, would get in on that you're just like yeah yeah I understand I, how that happened for them
1: I, I've still only seen the first episode but I've had a lot of that series just spoiled conversationally and there's no that, spoiling it you no, just, no, no, it, it's not it a way I was gonna say it's and, not a way yeah, that I'm upset <laughs> like. You know, just from, from memes and conversation and all that. I mean, it's fascinating that that lady fed her husband to a tiger. Uh, you know. <laughs> we don't know. Meanwhile
4: no no she knows she she knows all
1: about how if you soak someone in sardine oil they will eat a person and it's like Mm -hmm. shouldn't you not be saying that so i I can't and and then the will that she produced
3: her husband said in the event of my disappearance no no no,
1: yeah Yeah. in the event of my death or my disappearance which no one jason you're a lawyer that's usually he, not in the will, right? Or disappearance. No, yeah. Oh, it's but I, was,
3: I was shocked. The actual, the fourth episode, the entire fourth episode is about a trademark suit where he basically oh. like, uh, yeah, he basically copies her big cat rescue logo. You, that's, and right, that's right,
2: that's right.
3: I was like, I never see this. There's two things in the media about my field of law. And one is that episode. And the other one is in Coming to America where McDowell's has the big Nick. And uh, it's like, a, it's a whole trademark joke. That's, oh that's yeah, hilarious!
1: We're supposed to get a sequel to *Coming to America* one yeah, day. Yeah, so, none of the movies are coming out when they when they were supposed to. No. So. Right? Yeah, it's a it's a very strange time. Like none of us are doing any of the things that we expected to. You know, I mean,
2: there were. I'm doing all the things I expected to. I'm catching up on my reading. I'm working out. I'm writing. Yeah, Well hmm. Listen, here's the I, here's I am the thing: in the most of quarantine,
1: I, I'm not I'm not working out. I am uh, not eating particularly well, but mostly eating okay. And uh, I think I, I, very gradually I'm still losing weight. I think it's all because of stress. I actually <laughs> I actually weigh what I weighed at my wedding, which was like the low for the 21st century. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. just like I get on the scale. I'm like, all right, well, clearly I've gained weight now. And I'm like, nope, lost a half a pound. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not good. So at some this point I'll, I'll probably be pulling out my hair, which – uh, at some point, I realized, I'm like, I'm going to have to get my hair cut, and I can't. So, I, I do plan on doing a, a, a YouTube, probably a live, where I will very badly shave my head, and we'll see how that goes. So, you know,
2: it's all oh about... God, I want to see that so bad. Yeah,
1: we'll see, that's why I'm going to yeah. do it. I, and, like, Heather was like, oh, well, you should do it nice. I'm like, no, that's not the point. I'm going to do a video. It's going to look bad, and, like, a week later, it'll look at least okay. But it'll look terrible for a week, and it's fine because i'll, I'll wear I'll a hat my head tonight you yeah. did it tonight
2: i said maybe i will
1: oh no we should all do it the same the same day although you guys don't need it the way i do i've i'm definitely getting close to like 80s dennis miller mullet oh head.
3: yeah
2: you got you it's coming
1: yeah, so it, it is,
3: would be funny if next year coming out of the coronavirus thing everybody's got that 70s hairstyle it just it becomes like the thing and everybody's the really coming.
2: like the swoopy with the yeah. pompadoury. The, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah yeah
3: yeah
1: no, I've got – yeah, I'm, I'm working on the the uh, the Michael Kelso, the uh, Ashton Kutcher from that 70s yeah. show look.
2: And you're in like, the perfect location to be the Michael Kelso with well, yeah, the whip pan of the camera and the smoke in the room while you – exactly, yeah. Like uh, right at the microphone turns with the camera. Because it's, it's resting
1: on the laptop. It's resting on my laptop, okay. I know. And here, here's the beauty of myself because, because I – I know, like, this is this is where I generate my content, but because I also did the Dennis Miller option here, look, I have my it's other all laptop. All
2: right. My right. other laptop is oh. right here. You got so a newer laptop. That, I know that other this, laptop. This is the newer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I do want to say that, like, I, I mean, you know, to whoever is listening, I feel bad. I don't want to imply that, like, other people need to suck it up and do well in quarantine. You, Jason, you got triplets. Christian, you got two kids. Like, everybody's circumstances are different and i'm like my circumstances are yes i got into a new relationship before the quarantine but like i'm a i'm a a, on paper single guy no kids like uh jeff he's not in space anymore oh my god you're safe i landed Uh, but that's the thing is i'm like i i no attention to the man behind the curtain most of my friends and it and my social circle is like single or uh, people with no kids, even if they're in relationships. And it's like, you would be foolish not to make the most of this opportunity to do the things in isolation that you always said you would do for yourself in study or in practice and all these different things. And it's like, I don't know. I just see a lot of people finding a reason to say, oh, woe is me. And I'm like, oh, woe is fucking everybody in the goddamn world. Like, this is a global pandemic. So if you can't bring yourself as, like, a person with no children to, like, get it together and be productive, then, like, there's, you get out of the way. You guys are doing the Lord's work. You got kids. You got families. That's a whole other story. So I can't speak to
3: that. But it's, a, it's all you ever hear from people is, you know, in yeah. America, oh, we don't, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. You got time now. You got nothing like, but time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm spending more time with my kids. I am, you know, crossfitting every morning. I'm, I'm reading more, and I'm not watching the news. And I right. honestly, just between my commute time, but not just the commute time, but just not being on the news and social media and stuff, you don't realize ten minutes here, ten minutes there. It really does add up a lot of your day, and all of a sudden, yeah. I've got like three or four hours where I'm like.
1: No, look. I I, I I mentioned yeah. it earlier. I mean, this specific news cycle is the one that makes you realize just what. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to call it a cancer because of how serious cancer is, but just like how, yeah. like a rot at the center of all of our lives, like media is. And I'm not saying like, oh, it's just CNN. It's just Fox. It's all of it. Right. Every yeah, everything because yeah. look, it's they all want. They all want to keep you working. Skynet, Christian. It's a machine. I've been yeah. talking about. I've been talking about Skynet since I was in high school. No, no, they hit the mic like Alex Jones. Like, oh. Look, we all know about Skynet. It's coming. It's been coming ever since 1992. Judgment Day is upon us. It will be here. John Connor, we need to listen to him. But, you know, it's what it comes down to. Come with me if you want for pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Come with me if you want to see my llama.
3: Uh, you know how bad it's been since uh, you know they said this coronavirus started at some wet market in China. That I'm uh, like, oh my gosh, I want some Clock Brothers ads to come <laughs> back, But Greetings, honorable customer. <laughs> yeah, you want is that? delivery
1: only at Clock Brothers? I <laughs> know uh, I've thought I've actually thought about it. Uh, yes, yeah. I I did I did sort of like a half-assed one on. The option, <laughs> or the Dennis Miller option uh, But I've thought about Doing one and that joke Still works because you do it In the super white guy voice yes, if you, right. Well if like, you're reading
2: copy written yeah, By somebody else right. yeah,
1: And there yeah. was usually only one mispronunciation Of like You know, it was like, we had to, we like let people write them and submit them. And like, almost nobody got why it worked. They were usually just super racist. Racist, And it was like, no, there's like one racist moment. And that's why you can get away with it because of the voice. Uh, Yeah. And it's true. But the thing about the the animal market in in Wuhan, China, that's Mm -hmm. infuriating is like, I'm not a big like fake news guy, even though I I I do a, a bad impression of Alex Jones. But it's like there's this animal market. But you know what's across the street from the animal market?
3: The bioweapon <laughs> facility <laughs> yeah, for China. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, and you're like, yes. so do you think that maybe even if it what? is the animal market, do you think maybe that, like it like snuck through the vent there? But it's okay. also like if you look, there there's these these posts that have been translated from Chinese into English. It was like We're looking for people to help us, uh, you know, explore the connection between bats and coronavirus. And then there's like a month later, there's like, oh, we've totally figured this out. We really need somebody to help us with this. So Mm -hmm. and then it's like, let's be quiet about that. So, you know, it's um, I think that uh, there's there's the one side of it where it's like, Look, it's it, 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 from a political standpoint, it's brilliant for President Trump to call it the Chinese virus because he's saying, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. <sighs> you know, yeah, but the pandering.
4: Brilliant a, is not a word I no, would use. No, no. No. <laughs> but, no.
1: From a branding standpoint, it's like, yeah. Really? Like, a I didn't racist
2: do it. branding standpoint. Whatever. Maybe.
1: But here's the thing, you know how many lives he saved by not letting people fly here from China at
2: the end of January? he bought us a month that we wasted. Yeah, but no, no, but it's true. It's just like, it's like, when
1: that that happened in in January, everybody was like, oh my God, he's so racist. I can't believe he did that. But he didn't do anything for us. He just said, no, he said, don't fly here.
3: Which is, you know, this goes back to my point that this is not a Republican, Democrat, whatever thing. Government, politicians... It, they're so ad hoc in what they do, there's, there's no, our government is not set up for this top down. Here's how it's going to work type thing. I don't care who it's going to be there. You know, it, 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 if it was, you know, Hillary now, if it was Joe Biden, if it was Trump, it would have been the same. It would have been the same. I mean, people can, yeah, no, I, that, I think
1: that, I, I think that you have bad advice from the world right. health organization and the CDC you have, you know, you but, you know, look, yeah. did President Trump handle it perfectly? No, there's there's yeah. positions that were eliminated that shouldn't have been. I think it would have snuck up on any president. It's just sort of like, all right, let's just deal with it right now. And then you can worry like a little bit later about like, oh, let's figure out what went wrong. And if we need to punish anybody, let's just try and make it work right now. But Not the, like you uh, But the the idea that we're trusting information from China, they're like, yeah, we right. like when, when you hear, oh, now the United States has surpassed China in the number of deaths, you're like, no, no, you've surpassed what China's telling you. Right. But like you hear these other stories that are like in one city alone, there have been like more requests for urns for, you know, for incinerated, what, what do they call that? Uh, cremation. Right. Uh, you know, there have been more urns in like just the city of Wuhan than like the the total number that China is giving for the country So it's like yeah they're, they're not being they're, they, they handled this particularly wrong But I don't know It's To me that's not as important as like Yeah but what do we do now And right. I've talked about this on other episodes Whenever they do find a vaccine Which is probably a year or more away Most people aren't going to get it Because how many people don't get the flu shot I didn't get it before I had kids and then I, got, I had kids, and I'm like, right, I, I don't want my kids to get the flu, so I'm going to get the flu shot. Uh, I, I, Ironically, I got it the year I went to China. Uh, I got a tetanus shot. I got everything. Uh, that was 2014. And, But it's like, I don't know. I mean, can you say, Will, Jeff, Jason, can you say that everybody Will you Jeff know Jason. – Jason, Jason, you also know a lot of anti-vaxxers.
3: So, so yeah. So, I don't know what the deal is since moving to Austin – yeah, It's like Zero half one. the people I know down here, they're all from California and you're like, why did you move here? And they're like, we moved here because Texas is one of only two states that gives you like some conscientious yeah. exhibit. And that's, Which, that's the first reason they say they don't say the weather. No. They don't say the taxes. They don't it's say it's just… It's the very the, first thing. They, it's they it's don't like say that. The, they,
1: they don't say the barbecue. They don't say Texas. No. Yeah, Heather That's has a crazy. friend from keep Texas high
4: weird by not vaccinating and letting <laughs> yeah, syphilis run wild. Yeah. in your brain. I mean, the I, most knew few, weird. I
3: knew a few anti-vaxxers in Indiana, but I mean, it was just they were a rarity. You know, they were yeah. like, uh, and here it's like you almost don't even want to bring it up because it's like fifty-fifty on what the person's going to say. You
1: yeah, I, and what I was going to say is that. My wife has a friend that she went to high school with who her whole family moved there and they are anti-vaxxers. So it's exactly what you're saying from California yeah. to uh, they they live in Austin actually. But right. when there is a vaccine, people aren't going to get it. So this is going to kind of happen often. My question is, do you think there is a breaking point for the general public where it's like, I don't care what they say. Fuck it. I'm going outside. To me, I think, I don't know, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic, but I'm like, I feel like that point is August. And if they're like, no, you need to still stay in after five months. They're like, no, fuck you. I'm going outside. I don't care anymore. I I don't don't think
3: we get to August. I think that. uh, Do
1: you think it's June?
3: when When they, yeah, I think June 1st is because, you know, when they first said we're doing this and everybody was on board, it was a two week deal. And, you know, it's one of those things where, yes, you know, look, if if we knew this would work, if we knew what we were doing was going to save thousands and thousands of lives, everybody would be on board with it. But there's not a lot of data, you know, there's a lot of conflicting data, you know, where there needs to be a debate if this is going to be something that goes on for months and months that, okay, are there other options, way to do this? Can we just quarantine older people? Can we quarantine at-risk people? you know, you pretty much shut down 80% of the American economy. And I know you want to say, Oh, you're going to, you're going to trade dollars for lives. But, you know, you get to this point where it is people's livelihood that, you know, you're just, you can't just make this entirely about healthcare. It should be a lot, that should be the majority thing, but there, there are issues of liberty. There are issues of, you know, economics and, and, you know, people start losing their jobs and, and, Pretty soon people feel desperate. You know, that's why, you know, people like Will and I, we wanna, you know, make ourselves improve. But a lot of people are just wallowing in despair saying, Well, I'm just gonna make it through this two weeks. Well then the two weeks come and goes, Well, now it's gonna be Yeah, we're
2: talking we're talking eight weeks, nine weeks. Yeah, exactly. Right.
3: You know, and, and it gets to the point where uh, I know like in Indiana, they haven't done it here yet. They're still telling us that we might be back to school in the 1st of May. But it, up in Indiana, the governor just said no more school for the rest of the year. I mean, I know friends that have mine have high school seniors. They're just destroyed. There's no prom. I mean, you're, you're yeah. it's your senior year. I mean, you're never going to get that back, you know, and and. Pretty soon, like I said, my, my, my work is slow, but I've got enough to keep me busy. But if, if this starts going on for, you know, they just keep extending it and there's no really kind of public debate. It's just a decree coming down. I, I'm surprised we've had as much compliance as we've had, because honestly, from a legal standpoint, a lot of the things they're doing. They don't really have constitutional authority to do. It's just right. we go along and do it. I mean, people forget it. one of the freedoms in the First Amendment. They always talk about freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly is in the First Amendment. There's not been a lot of Supreme Court cases on, you know, who are you have a right to assemble with, but they are limiting our freedom of assembly. Is it a yeah, good idea in this case? Yeah, but and and you know, we've just taken this without any kind of public debate. So if this yeah, goes one on of the points. June, are- go ahead sorry yeah
1: one of the points i wanted to bring up with you is sort of like look there's the idea of like okay yeah there's the idea of the common good like yeah you shouldn't all be congregating on look they had to close the hiking trails they had to close parks they had to close a lot of stuff in la because people were just they weren't My just going
2: lives at the entrance to runyon canyon and we that was like our last bastion we kept our distance and then they closed it and we were like but we respect the closure, you know, I was like, I'm yeah. not going to be like pissed about it. Like some people were like, what the fuck? And I was like, I, I get it. You know, it's,
1: it's fine. Yeah. And, and look, I feel like in general, I feel pretty good about some of the regulations. Look, like you hear about like in, in New Jersey, there was a, uh, there was like an engagement party with like 50 people and there were all these kids all over on the lawn. It was just like, People treating this like it's exactly the same as whatever two months ago, yeah, you you need to kind of break up those gatherings. I don't know how much it helps. To I've read about people being charged like up to a thousand dollars for violating it. It's just more of like all right, move along, nothing to see here. But Jason, as somebody who follows, you know, somebody who obviously knows the law, are you worried about? Okay, this is okay. But here's the point where we've gone too far, and that's what we have to worry about. Or are you confident that we yeah. as, a, as a society, we as Americans, aren't going to stand
3: for that sort of a thing? I don't, I don't think we will stand for it indefinitely. Um, I think that, like I said, I've been surprised that we've had this much compliance. I think it's a good thing. I think it says a lot about the American people that we've kind of gone along with it. You know but I think the idea was sort of okay. Let's just shut this down until we figure it out because we know this is bad. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get the data, and then we're going to present you with our plan. And I think that was kind of what was sold to the American people. And I was like, okay, we can go along with that for a little bit of time. But then, like I said, the two weeks come and goes, and I don't see. There's all these different reports about. Well, now the curve is this, and it, there's just there's there's no here's what we're going to do here are the target numbers we've got to got, got to hit before this happens and this is why we're trying it just all seems so like I said just thrown together and and that's what I, I really think it is I just think it's kind of you don't want to be the governor of a state that sort of allows your state to stay open and then there's a higher death rate so it, you have an incentive to just say well I'm going to close it all down and 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 keep people safe but there it, there's really not much legal authority to do this, and and I think people uh, pretty soon they're going to be like, look, we've been doing this for several weeks now, you know, my kids are driving me more and more crazy every week. I mean, they they're getting, you know, my kids are getting crankier. They don't understand why they're not back at school. That they, they don't understand. They don't understand this stuff. And you know, as long as this continues to grow on, I just think it's like a, it's just a pressure cooker, and there has to be some sort of Okay, here's what we're doing. We're gonna we're we're gonna open this up and, and there's just no way I think that this lasts till if this lasts till August, I think there will be major riots and yeah, well listen, if they fucking push Wonder Woman nineteen eighty
2: four one more <laughs> right. time, yeah. I will fucking no, turn no, they, over they, every they, table they in pushed the world. it
1: once. They they can't do that together
2: twice, three times a lady, and the lady is Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and you give her her movie. Yeah,
1: yeah and I must. mean that's one of the things is it's like the sort of the most upsetting is the idea of like kids trying to wrap their heads around it and you know like felix asking me oh you know he he basically said hey when's the easter egg hunt because there's like a big like community easter egg hunt and i'm like oh yeah we're not gonna do that we'll do one at home it'll be all right it'll be fun we're gonna do it inside because you know we, we have a little patio we don't have a yard and so he's excited about that now, but then it's just like, Oh yeah, they don't really get that. And it's like a lot of times on Fridays, there's a specific restaurant we go to, we get ice cream afterwards. He was like, you know, we should do that on Friday. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's an idea. Or we'll just get it to go and wait at our house. That'll be just as fun, won't it? You know? So yeah, it's like, even though he's four, he's th- there is that idea of like, things are a little different right now for the most part, it's okay. But I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't know how much more the American public is willing to take. And you do. The problem is that you have sort of you have conflicting information because you have states where it's not as bad as others. Maybe it's going right. to get worse. Maybe it's not. But you know, states like Montana and Wyoming, it's like yes, there are cases. There's a problem, but they're so spaced out that they're probably like, yeah. So why can't I go to the movies? Why can't I go to Claim Jumper, Jason? You know? (laughs) And those are places. And I think that, like, look, New York, it's insane. When you read about what's going on there. Right. And anyone who's even been to New York, much less lived there like I did. Everybody's stacked on top of each other. And you're like, yeah, of course, it's a problem there. You know, because it's like one person gets it. And then, like, 50,000 people get it, you know? And... It's just but you're gonna have a lot of people that are like, you know, it's kind of okay where I am. Why can't I go out? Why don't I get to do right. this? Why can't I have a party for my kids? And uh, I don't know. I think that that's the sort of thing that'll that'll kind of break down. and I don't know how much longer people are gonna be able to just feel like I'm gonna you know because you know if there's anything that we as a society shouldn't trust, and believe me, this is a completely non-political statement, is the federal government, regardless of who's in charge, who who the president is, who has the house, who has the senate? It's like, do you trust your federal government to actually do what's best for you? Uh, you know, and you, if you lean towards a party, interchange any of those positions for somebody that you feel like, you know, you want all Democrats, you want all Republicans. Either way, you're like, yeah, but I, but these are the same assholes who, like, you know, anybody who's been in politics that long, they're You know, I don't know that I trust them. They're just there because they want to continue to stay there. And I don't know what the fix is. Uh, Jeff, are you at all worried about, uh, you know, uh, our, our friend Alex Jones talks about the deep state. But in terms of the sort of big brother of it, the telling people what they can't do, do you feel like, are we getting close to the point where it's gone too far?
4: No, I, it seems like, I guess, again, based on my practical experiences, I can't say that because I see too many people doing what the fuck they want to do. So it's really not directly impacting the people that I'm seeing. And I think that it's one of those things where it's like, maybe I shouldn't go this far, but it's just like, people should be a little bit ashamed of themselves if it has to go that far. Like if the cops have to come and break up your thing because you're being so socially irresponsible and just like, don't care about what's going on with the rest of the world. then it's just like, shame on you, man. Like, come on. Just so many people thinking that like, well, this was my one time to have my, my shower. And it's like, Oh, your meaningless, made-up Hallmark holiday thing, where we can all buy you more things and more things <laughs> yeah. up on top of that. Like, just it's so dumb. It's yeah. so self-serving. It just people need to understand that this is a time to do things that are bigger than yourselves. That's why it's like, um, you know, I think there's a lot of good things in in religion, especially Christianity, about serving others and doing things, sure. being of service, right? Which is why when you then see like, ah, oh, yes, this religious service where they're all going to come in and do it to themselves. Because we can't survive without your tithings. It's just like, yeah, go fuck yourselves. This just, just sucks.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, in general, you see people being good during this time. People uh, that have the right intentions. And then you have like your friend that you're talking about that's doing a cross-country trip you know, and you hear about, you know, obviously we heard about the people who went to spring break in Florida because they didn't close the beaches. You know, you hear about And that's about how I got
2: AIDS. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Totally knew it. You,
1: you know. yeah, Will knew that as soon as he came back from his pee break, we'd be talking about AIDS. Yeah.
3: You know, one thing I think we've gotten away from, and I, I think Dennis was onto this, is the idea of public shunning. You know, it's like we, we let people yeah. do stuff. And it's like, we've gotten to this point where, you can't tell anybody like you're acting like an ass. And then you get in that situation, and then all of a sudden you need all these laws that apply to everybody, no matter what the situation. When really the situation, you know, it would be just so much easier if you were just able to say, hey, cut that out, and we- we're not going to tolerate this just as, you know, your neighbors and your, you know, and I don't know why we've just decided that, you know, there is a downside to sort of everything goes and just do what you want. It sounds good in theory, but you know, unfortunately, then you have to sort of, if you can't shun somebody or shame them, then the only option is to, you know, make the activity illegal. And then that ruins it for everybody because there are times where probably that behavior is acceptable, but other times it's not. So.
4: I have a character I'm workshopping called Jeff Freedom where uh, it's (laughs) like a Billy in the Streets type thing where I interview people and I ask them like about their freedoms and their rights and whether they want those things. And then I do the thing that I have based on that right that pisses them off the most and they have to deal with it because Jeff Freedom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Freedom. (laughs) Jeff Freedom. So, you know, As, as we start to wind down here, and thanks to uh, everybody for uh, being so generous with your
2: time. Uh, I, I if anybody so if you're posting this video onto YouTube like you did last time, I will. Um,
1: yes, I will. You, my
2: my me leaving the microphone is because I had to pee so bad because we were mm. recording for an hour and a half, and I had. Yeah
3: but now I notice you have like a projector or something
2: back behind you oh you
1: do have a projector oh yeah, yeah. And let's let's talk nice. about a couple of uh, a couple of things right
2: <laughs> there. That's the projector yeah
1: we uh, we need to live tweet the uh daredevil directors cut the Ben Daredevil. Affle- yes oh,
2: yeah next when Wednesday we,
1: when did we settle on for that I already forget Wednesday
2: the 15th at 9 pm yeah I keep choosing these 9 p.m Pacific well time. that's because it's after I put my kids to bed. <laughs> What about Jason Blair? It is, it is then, so late, I'm not even on
1: Eastern time. I just can't, 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 can't. I can't try to do anything before that.
2: It, it's yeah. really. It's Jason, are fun. you? What are you? Two hours ahead? Wow. He's two, yeah, he's Central two time, so he's
3: two hours okay. ahead. It's twelve. Oh my god! And then, uh, Will,
1: been. we need to uh, live tweet kiss animalize uncensored. Oh, yeah. Oh god. And uh, I, I, I've had an additional thought of uh kiss unplugged. So, uh, there's, you know, so we're going to have to line up a a lot of, cause we had a, Will and I had a fun, uh, live tweet. It was basically us and uh, Kevin Scott, and then, like, a yeah. couple other people. There were there were a couple other people when we it's, did our live tweet of Kiss Alive. It's sweet. But I actually yeah, didn't care nice. that there were, like, five people doing
2: it. That's what I love. I love and, how intimate it is. It's nice. It was yeah,
3: fun. And, and, we're doing
2: this because we want to do it. And it's, yeah. I don't know. And
3: we just do a black cast where I just take requests. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that do idea. You? Are you a fucking dueling pianos
3: player? Can I just, I can like, do that you?
1: Yeah. Really? No, we've uh, – I've, I can do God, it. maple I maple that. rag. <laughs> a couple. Yeah. A, a couple I of
3: the problem is right now it's twelve thirty, and I have. Yeah, okay, like you can't do it now.
1: But a couple episodes ago, I talked to uh, Flobo Boys here on the Black Cast, and he made me aware. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's ways to do this live where we can have like a live chat and uh, do that. So the idea of like. Cutting away to Jason Blair for a segment of of uh, <laughs> a, a request. It's, a, it's,
3: it's like the Jerry Lewis telethon. All of a sudden, to cure yeah. the coronavirus. Jason,
1: the question is: when it comes to Michael Jackson, which I know is your sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it that we can only do songs like "Bad" mm-hmm. and earlier because we feel like he wasn't really molesting kids at that point,
3: or mm-hmm. uh, is the is the whole catalog uh, open, or where do you, you stand? After that, that HBO show came out, I think when I came out last summer with my blazer and you and I and Heather talked about whether I could do PYT because oh, yeah. and Michael Jackson, uh, that's like my jam and that wasn't like the worst one. But then I got saved by the Chappelle special.
5: If oh, you see point. the
3: Chappelle chef special, totally, I think he, he, he cleared it up for me. So thank you, Dave Chappelle. My karaoke karaoke career is back on track yeah. once this whole thing gets uh, It's funny because there's a up. really
1: fine line. There's uh people who believe like for Michael Jackson, it's like, Okay, so the album bad is okay because they felt like it was the I top can't part.
2: I can't do this. This is the same as uh, the how we treat social distancing. People are like, yeah. Well, this is my this is right. where I draw I'm like, yeah. listen. You either say you disassociate and you separate the artist from the art and you like Michael Jackson's <clears throat> music. You don't say there's right. a cutoff in the nope. year. You don't say this is where I stopped liking it in 1990 or 1987. like, fuck off. You have to own up to what it is that you were saying and thinking and believing and feeling. Right. Uh, I can't. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I do like how right after the whole Bill Cosby thing came down, like after a year or two, all of a sudden – Malcolm Jamal Warner's back on TV on The Resident, and Felicia Rashad is on This Is Us. And it's like everybody who is getting their residual checks from the Cosby show is All of a sudden, their special guest starring on every show.
2: I will tell you, and it's, like, super important for me, like, I didn't know what stand-up comedy was until I heard Bill Cosby. My grandparents took me on a road trip when I was a little kid to Yellowstone from Sacramento, and they were like, we have some Bill Cosby CDs. And I was like, Bill Cosby CDs? Does he like make music. I'm like no, he tells jokes. And I was and like, "Oh." You fell asleep
4: to him, and when you woke up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, all right, Jeffrey. But anyway, the idea is that like this shit breaks down and it's terrible and it's tragic. And in history, way too many artists are fucking pieces of shit. And what are we gonna do? Disignore Wagner and Mozart and Beethoven and all these people for all these different things? can't do that i I have a suggestion for a solution drunk and i think i took us on a tangent because i think i'm okay wait jeff has a solution what's your solution jeff
4: i'm riding the the wave
2: of me and jason being on the same page all night yeah i feel really good I
4: i agree with what will said about disassociating like the art from the artist because you can enjoy a movie that's well made by a horrible person like they can make a movie well that doesn't yeah you know however the easy solution is when these artists commit these crimes, just arrest them and prosecute yeah. them correctly the first time. And well,
1: then that's, don't have to worry about
4: ones that he made while he was touching boys because he's in jail after that. Yeah, that's an,
1: that's a great example for uh, a movie that a lot of people find problematic, which is Chinatown, Roman Polanski's movie. The movie's brilliant. Uh, Jack Nicholson's great in it. it, it you know, it's uh, a, a wonderfully written script by Robert Towne. Uh, Robert Evans was at the fucking height of his powers as a producer. Right. But you point to it and you're like, well, you know, this was like a couple of years after the Manson family killed his wife. And it's before he raped that girl. So it's like. The movie exists in, like, kind of a sweet spot. And it's like, you can, like, disassociate yourself from his later movies if you want. But, you know, he hadn't done that yet at this point. And you can make that point for Woody Allen. You know? It's like, there's a yeah. point. are like, well, Woody Allen 70s movies. What are you going to complain about? You know? So- Nobody's
4: trying to defend Curse of the Jade Scorpion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or the two Jakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the two jakes. I yeah. I I haven't watched the two jakes not because of Roman Polanski's uh, allegations and the fact that he fled the country, just that I've heard that it's terrible.
2: Yeah, it's, not, it's not good to watch. It.
1: Yeah, that's what. I, and as much as I love Chinatown, well, I'm like, I think I'm going to stay away
3: from the two jakes. You can watch a good movie by a bad person, but the question is, if 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 a good person makes a bad movie, Ooh. then can you associate with that person?
4: No, fuck them. Yep. That's that in and of itself is an act of treason. <laughs> That's a great question.
2: I'm trying Does to think the of the person. the person become the art? And if the art is bad, is the person bad? I'm trying to think of, like, who is
1: the person that is so good that you'll give them a
2: pass? I never thought I think, of it that way. <laughs> I think
1: anybody anybody who's gone to see any of those Kirk Cameron movies, it's probably because they
4: like them so much. If Tom Hanks tried to sell me some finger painting, he did, I'd probably
2: buy it. Be like, yeah, sure, yeah, whatever you true. want. Hanks I have him. a
3: couple, I actually have a couple. Uh, of Tom Hanks finger paintings. Finger, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tom well, Hanks
2: finger painting, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're over
1: there, yeah. I'm more of a fan of uh, Chet Hanks, his uh, his son mm-hmm. who's not Colin Hanks, but the one who's the rapper, who yeah. sometimes, oh, sometimes really? does interviews with like the Jamaican slang. I'm a Chet Hanks guy, or Chet Hayes, excuse me. I was Chet Hayes.
4: Say, Purple haze.
1: Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, we're an hour and forty. I need, I need even for yet yeah, even, yeah, for, the, even for the even for the black cast, this is this has gotta be fucking overkill. Yeah. Jason Blair, it's almost it's getting close to one in the morning. Yeah, you don't tweet. Yeah, right? you kids. Every time you're on, I tell people uh, at Jason P. Blair, please yeah. follow him, give him more <laughs> followers. And So I you can like see nothing? That's you're I gotta obligated, get on Twitter here
2: for this Because I'm obligated. not on Facebook anymore So I gotta find you on Twitter Wait, Will, yeah.
1: you're not on Facebook anymore?
2: I post no, on Facebook it's... like every maybe four months It's very, very far in people's
1: percent. See, I see you on Instagram So I don't think
2: about it uh, And your Instagram is
1: usually uh, like h- uh, How naked is Will gonna be today?
2: <laughs> uh all I Christian I just like being naked I like being various forms of naked I, I, w- I like being I would know. too Listen it's quarantine
3: Anything goes okay I'd be more likely to get on Instagram than Twitter so I probably need to Are study, you on Instagram Jason? I have an account kind of like my Twitter but I think cuz I think if you have a Facebook account, you just have an Instagram account, but I need my Yeah,
2: Facebook yes. owns Instagram. I love my yeah. nothing I love nothing more than when Facebook had all these like Cambridge Analytica things happen. Everyone was like, I'm getting off of Facebook. I can't trust it anymore. I Find know. me an Instagram. And I was I like, You know they own is Insta- your all your information. Oh yeah. cool. Fine. Whatever.
3: Fine.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, no trust it. Zuckerberg. I trust Instaberg. I, I need
3: to start doing that. So start looking for me sometime on Instagram. I'll figure out what my screen name is at some point.
2: Um, Take some videos of you playing the piano.
3: Yeah,
1: we can do I that. know. i are gonna have to have you uh, utilize that that piano in the near future. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Duray, you're on uh, Twitter at Jeff Duray, but more importantly at Duray underscore Jeff, right?
4: <laughs> yes, those are my most important tweets.
1: Yeah, well, there, there have been some good ones lately, but yeah, there
4: were some good ones, yeah. I'll try to I'll try to get high enough to do more tweeting.
1: Wait, since when do you get high?
4: I'm not even high right now, so I don't know. So what why would about.
1: you? Why would you even ask? Uh, is, do you have a favorite Dewey Jeff tweet from recent memory? I have to look at them. Let me see. Oh
4: goodness! Come on, phone. <laughs>
1: Uh, Do you think the hermit crab community Is looking at us like a bunch of Appropriating posers I think that's a good one (laughs) That's a great one Do you think Jesus is just waiting there On Easter Island like WTF (laughs) Easter Island is in The festivities of
4: Easter take place On this island yeah, no like I said that's where Jesus resurrected and he's just waiting for us like my second coming was a long time ago you stupid I'm fucks. sorry your
1: your second what
4: coming all over your face
1: and, Did I read this one last time fans of 90 day fiance keep an eye what? out for my coronavirus inspired spin off Two Two Fortnite night with corner Foreigner, I, think, yeah. I, I think I read that on the last uh, the last podcast. The There's
4: another one that you, it doesn't make as much sense if you don't read the article, but uh, talking about Tom Brady. Yeah. When Tom Brady went to the Bucs, he didn't ask for control of the offense, any specific players, the number 12, until he did. He just asked for his teammates' phone numbers so he could spam them with TB12 text blasts. Because then there's a thing about how he's hawking his supplements as helping people's immunities with how, coronavirus.
1: How? And I know we've gone incredibly long, but Jeff, how do you feel about uh, Tom Brady signing with the Tampa?
3: And B- him renting Derek Jeter's house? Yeah, Tom you know, Brady's renting dead to Derek Jeter's. Wait,
1: house. Tom Brady's fucking dead to you, bro? Tom Brady's dead
4: to me. Uh, Tom Brady. Signing with another team ruined his legacy in Boston. And I know we're all being nice about it right now, but the truth is in our hearts, we hate him and we see him as a disloyal piece of shit. And so now all the times that we defended him were like, mad at ourselves for. And I think the even worse part is, especially here with the obnoxious LA sports uh, community, like I tried to talk to people being like, oh, okay, so is Tom Brady still a cheater? Is he still deflating balls? And are you going to investigate him in Tampa Bay? And they're like, no, no, he's fine. Nothing happened. No worries. And you're like, Oh, so oh, wait, all uh, of a sudden, nothing ever happened. That's wonderful. I love so, are you
3: me. finally going to agree with me that Peyton Manning was the greatest quarterback of all time now? So, uh, Tom Brady's dead to you?
2: So. No, absolutely not. James Still is the greatest Tom quarterback. Tom Brady of all time. becomes a Tampa Bay back <laughs> hey, in it. Honestly, hey. nothing makes me more happy as a non sports fan than watching sports fans melt down over something that to me seems inconsequential. <laughs> like, you had so much money and so much fame and so much success, and then this one sort of minor bullshit incident happens and everyone's like
0: what the fuck do we do with ourselves we can't fucking handle it oh my god Bach toyota i know i'm gonna get my fucking car <laughs> oh
2: god ah. you, and it turns out that like actually at the end of the day because of corona and everything technically nothing matters so just like fucking man up and just go about your life and take care of yourself take care of your family and stuff being the bitch Uh, I mean says the guy who
4: got upset about when comic book characters got reset improperly. So uh, (laughs) we all have our things. Well,
2: we all have our things. I don't think that you phrased that strongly enough, Jeff. I want to hear a more specific. Yeah. How how
4: outraged you were Wally West, how he was brought back and now it's not good enough. Comic books.
3: Just look at it this way. (laughs) Now that Tom Brady's in Tampa Bay, he's ultimate Tom Brady
4: ultimate douchebag
1: (laughs) how it works Uh, and and Jason when you circle back Mm -hmm. to your statement about Peyton Manning yeah I mean arguably he's he was a traitor how could you not hate him at best no loyalty at at best Peyton Manning (laughs) is the third best quarterback in his family if uh-huh. Cooper hadn't
2: gotten <laughs> right. hurt, he'd be the fourth best.
1: But you know, uh, Cooper was a wide receiver, but yeah, Cooper's
2: Cooper's son. All is right, <laughs> you guys are all forgetting that LeBron James has a Space Jam sequel coming out soon. Oh, and yeah, that's not, actually one thing that's gonna did be so bad. When yeah. we
3: were stuck at my aunt's house in Tahunga, we watched Space Jam. It's, it's amazing,
2: it's
1: amazing.
3: What we did, it's amazing. Well.
1: Uh, thanks to everyone for uh, sticking with us for what is getting just frighteningly close to two hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's hey. the fun we have. We don't Should do I this just Hang up. Is that the way to end this? <laughs> yeah. Leave yeah. meeting. It just, click, you basically we'll you,
2: leave meeting. Yeah, I
1: know. Because these Zoom meetings are supposed to end after 40 minutes, but uh, they were like. Good news. We're extending it as long as you want. So I'm like great, because that's how yeah. we roll here at the Blackcast. And if you want to follow the Blackcast, it's on Twitter at B L A D T C A S T. Like the Blackcast on Facebook. And for all your blackcast needs, please go to blackcast.com. But more important than any of that, follow at Jason People Air on Twitter because no one does. <laughs>
2: I am. Fo- I just looked it up. I'm following you on Twitter. I uh, he just doesn't you.
3: post. Yeah. Well, yeah. for, for, you know, I could you say have for to, all your IP needs, go to Fleckman.com. I, slash I'm, Jason go,
2: Blair,
3: but. I'm
1: going to go. post, I'm going to post the video Five. version and then the audio version somewhere in there. You have to retweet it. You have to post okay. and then you can let it lie dormant for two years. Yeah. In any case, uh, thanks to our guest, Jason P Blair, who it is now <laughs> close to 1 a.m. He's got three children sleeping in that house. Uh, I, I hope you feel like it was worth it. Was it worth it to stay the, up this late?
3: Uh, they'll be up very early. So yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll see. Yeah, no, it was fun, guys. I appreciate it. Well,
1: th- thank you. And hopefully the next time you uh, are out here in Southern California, yeah, uh, we're actually able to visit – you know, we'll
3: have to come back because I've got Disneyland tickets that I got. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, you do have to. I'll be some.
2: your kid. Do you think you could <laughs> cheat it and sneak me in as your? This what your, am I going to? What? Leave one of my other kids at home and I can swap you, know, you in? They, uh they, yeah, <laughs> fucking babies. They don't know the, what's going on. The kid
1: time. ticket is only like ten dollars less than the adult ticket. It's asking Yeah. Insane, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. One day the motivation report will come back as the unmotivation report, but that's yeah. not yet.
2: There is a title, but I'm not revealing it. I yet. know, you're not revealing
1: it. And one day there'll be a sequel to uh, Superman oh. uh, Ultimate Dimensions, or did I make that up? Um, uh, Superman uh, Relative Dimensions. Yeah, I, I corrected myself. I figured it out. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, me, I'm Christian DMZ. We had so much fun. It was about so Jeff long. DeRay? Are you yes, already Jeff Duray? Jeff Duray. I'm Duray underscore Jeff. Yeah. Um, and, of course... Infowars.com, prisonplanet.net. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> to buy people, the food brother. buckets. Pure silver. It will protect you from the coronavirus. We will see you next time on the Blackcast.
2: Thanks, everyone. End meeting for all. Well, I have to sure. stop the
1: recording first. And then end. Oh. Okay. I don't know oh, what okay. would happen if I ended meeting before I stopped the recording. Bye. Bye. Bye Thank you guys. Appreciate it, guys. Bye.